0: Well, good Tuesday morning, everybody. It is the 31st of August. My title today is A Paradigm Shift on Addiction Recovery. Sometimes in life, we encounter a shift in our thinking, and that shift helps us out immediately and is pretty effective. For example, if I were to tell somebody 50 years ago that the day would come when I could have access to almost all the information in the world on a little device that I could carry in my pocket, they would have called me crazy. However, not only that, but that I would be able to use that same device as a telephone to call almost anyone else in the world, and also to not only talk to them, but to see them in real time. They would never have been able to believe that. And yet that is exactly what I can do and you can do with our smartphones. Just yesterday, uh, I was sitting in my living room in Columbus, Ohio uh, and both talking and seeing my son who lives in Bogota, Colombia and the day before my other son who lives in Shenzhen, China. This is a paradigm shift. Learning something new that shifts the way you think about it. And with that in mind, how do you think about your addiction to porn and sex? Here are some thoughts that I used to have about it myself. Uh, First, I am addicted to porn and will be an addict for the rest of my life. Two, If anyone or everyone learns of my addiction, my life, as I know it, will be over. 3. I am one of only a few Christians who have become addicted to porn. 4. I'm going to have to fight this fight, this very difficult fight, for the rest of my life, and it will not get better. 5. The fact that I become addicted to porn means my life is over. And 6. It is impossible for me to get better. Now those thoughts I've discovered, almost all of them were lies. Sure, I had to battle with them on a moment-by-moment, moment and day-to-day manner, but through community with other men and the transformative work of the Holy Spirit, I have been and I am being changed. I'm not addicted to, To porn any longer. I'm, yeah, tempted at times with a sensual image, but porn has become disgusting to me and I have absolutely no desire to see any of it. Two, thousands of people know about my addiction and it has actually opened a door through which I can minister to them. Three, 100% of all Christian men must learn to deal with sexual temptation. And actually about 60% of all Christian men are addicted to porn. For I will not have to fight this battle the rest of my life. I've learned from the Bible and my experience in community with other men that freedom can not only be attained, but it can be maintained. Five, my life did not end when I disclosed to my wife and resigned from my ministry position. And God has used my battle with porn to teach me perseverance. And six, I have become a much better man as the Spirit of God has been transforming me. So how can I help you experience a paradigm shift relative to the battle that you are having with porn and your sexual brokenness? How about we try thinking in a different way about ourselves and how God can use our sexual brokenness to change our lives? One of the main passages that I have used to give me hope and to shift the way I was thinking about myself and my life and my recovery is found in James chapter 1, verses 2 through 4. Quote, Consider it all joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. And let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, listen to this, not lacking anything. The paradigm shift begins to happen when we look at the trial we are going through, not as punishment for our sins, but as a test or a trial that God is going to use to test our faith, and which we are being told to consider it pure joy. Now that's hard to do, I know. I imagine that almost all Christian men whose porn and sex addiction have been discovered are not able to think about it in that way. We are experiencing pain and that sure feels like punishment. Punishment not only from God but from our friends, family, and loved ones. And The last thing we want to consider is that this is something We can rejoice over. And stated that way, we would be crazy to think in those terms. However, that's not what the passage is telling us to do. There is no joy that comes from the painful consequences that sexual sin has brought into our lives. We have been damaging ourselves, our spouse, our friends, and family members, and perhaps even lost our job, as in my case, my career. Nobody should consider the damage of our sin as anything uh, to consider like pure joy. That makes no sense at all. But that is not what the passage says. What we should consider pure joy is that God will use these painful and devastating results of our sin to test our faith. Okay. That still doesn't sound right. So we need to look at it this way. When I can begin to give thanks to God for the trials I'm currently in, because God will use this testing of my faith to produce in me perseverance. And do you know what perseverance does to a person? It makes them stronger. It gives them endurance. It strengthens their faith. And gives them power to handle the difficulties of life and guess what happens to those who are able to consider these trials as an opportunity to grow stronger and therefore goes through them what is the end result of perseverance well the passage tells us quote, let perseverance finish its work so that you may become mature and complete, not lacking anything. Well, how does that sound? Becoming mature and complete, not lacking anything. That's the result everybody in the world wants to have an experience. But the only way for that to happen is when we can learn to start thanking God for the trials he is taking us through and allowing those fires of purification to do their work in us. That, my friends, is a paradigm shift that will change your life. Stop looking at yourself as some poor, pathetic loser who is so weak and unable to get freedom from your sexual addiction and instead begin to consider it Your opportunity to, by faith, rejoice at the place God has you in in your life and rejoice that he will use it to make you a better and stronger man who is becoming mature and complete so that you are not lacking anything. Sounds impossible, doesn't it? Well, I'm here to tell you it is not impossible. You just need to accept it by faith and begin to change your weeping into rejoicing. Learning how to walk filled with the Spirit and living in a community of other men, helping you in your struggle as they have helped me. This is John Doyle with 180 Podcast. God bless you, my friends. I hope you have a great day in the Lord. Sorry I missed yesterday. And oh, by the way, Thursday I'm having surgery. So I appreciate your prayers. God bless you. Take care and goodbye.